What's going on, party people, man? This is uh, the first segment. Listen, I'm about to give y'all a full, full segmented episode. That don't mean that I'm going to be here for a long time, but I'm going to try and make sure that it's a good time. And so, you know, we start out with Help Wanted. And with my Help Wanted, you know, I want to send a shout out. Um, it's official. I've been talking about it, but now I have an official retirement date and an official date for my ceremony. So my official retirement date will be September 1, 2022 from the Air Force with just under 23 years. And my retirement ceremony is going to be on May 13th, 2022 at noon at the Air Force Memorial out in Arlington, Virginia. Just right around the corner from the Pentagon, as a matter of fact. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, we're starting to get everything ready for my out processing. We're starting to get things ready for um, my retirement ceremony. And I want to thank all of the beautiful, beautiful people in my life that have helped me. This is a big transition. Uh, this is what I've done for the majority of my adult life. And, you know, all of the big... What do you call it? The, the major events in life. Married. Child. You know, got my degree. Um, just so many things that have happened. And Big Blue, you know, the Air Force has been a part of all of those things. And so this transition is, you know, I won't lie. There's, there's some difficulties to it, you know, emotionally, you know, because... I think a part of me is afraid of, of what I'm going to do once I retire. How am I going to define or be defined, you know? And, it, you know, um, but it, it's an exciting time. But there have been so many people that have helped me on this path. My boy, Tim Quisenberry, you know, he has been prepping me for this moment for probably the last four, three to four years. I was ready to retire three years ago, but he told me I needed to go on and take this but he's been prepping me and uh, got a lot of things that, that I'm excited about. Um, I definitely have to say my success coach and consultant, Dr. Kevin Danley, has been so inspirational and instrumental in, uh, in assisting in my squad. You know, Jessica Taylor, Nefra Edwards, Andre Davis, you know, they've really been, uh, you know, holding me down. My boy Tavares Taylor, CEO of Busy Digital Solutions. Listen, I gotta shout them out. You know, so many other people, and there's so many people whose names that uh, I haven't called, but you know, um, she's been a lot of people, and I'm so thankful for all of you wrapping your arms around me, giving me guidance and advice. But more importantly, man, so many of you have uh, poured into me and reminded me. Uh, that it's about me. That all, oh, man. Can't can't not mention my boy Curtis Thompson, man. Listen, yo. Just listen. Again, I'm not gonna get down this road. And name is so many, but thank you so much. So I just wanted to sh send a big shout out to people that remind you and 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 shine a light on how talented and gifted and able that you are, because. Trust me, I'm not walking around here believing that I'm the bee's knees. I'm, I'm out here, you know, stressing about things. I'm out here 
asking to be helped uh, to believe in moments of disbelief. And so I appreciate all of you and I'll definitely be sharing more. But for today's Help Wanted, I wanted to start out with that shout out. All of you beautiful people, I thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. And listen, we are going to keep it popping. Great things are happening. I truly believe it's going to be an opportunity for me to be freed up to do even more incredible things, to help more people, to do more things, uh, to be a benefit to more communities. And so I'm excited about it. I'm excited about where the journey is going to take me and LJ. But we're going to definitely make it a journey worth following. So uh, if you're not, tune in and tap in. So let's get on to the main portion of today's podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Help Myself Podcast. I am your host, John M. Singletary Sr. I got to put that senior in there because I got a junior. Y'all know who I'm talking about. My heart, LJ, my co-pilot. And I'm excited today to come to you from the Help Myself Podcast headquarters here in Alexandria, Virginia on this beautiful Monday. Um, and, and today I really wanted to take some time to share with you, uh, just some things that I'm processing in my, um, my own mind and in my own heart. Um, thank all of you for, um, obviously you heard the help wanted and, and everyone that's assisting me and helping me believe in myself because of this period of transition that, you know, sometimes value can't be translated in transitions like this. One of the things that I always say is, um, you know, doing it corporate or government or military or however you do it, you know, that that's not the path for everyone. And it definitely wasn't the path that I dreamed of going, but uh, it has done so much for me, for my life, for my leadership quotient, for the way I present and project and uh, just my development as a human being, as a man, as a father, uh, it's done so much. It's made me much more a better citizen of the planet Earth. Uh, I've been, I've experienced so many things, and I've got to to change in ways that I think just staying home wouldn't have allowed me to change in, and and wouldn't have allowed me to progress and grow in. But one of the things I will say is that when you're doing it in a structured sense, there's always a specific set of steps to get to the next level. And there's always something to be aiming for, to be pointing for. So the challenge now that I'm finding with retirement and doing my own thing is now there's not a specific set of steps. Uh, Success can't be defined by a job, a rank, a position, or a certain number. Now I'm I'm at the point now where, you know, all I had to work on was hitting the goal. Somebody else already defined it and they told me what I needed to do to get there. Obviously, there was some other stuff that was more subjective in nature. But at the end of the day, there was a, a set of rules and guidance to follow to get to the next level. And now find myself in a position where I'm doing this. And so I have to set the guidance. I have to create what success looks like to me. And I, in my spirit and in my heart, I know what that looks like, but now I have to take on that responsibility of writing it down and, and making it measurable so that I can hit these tangible goals 
and it's exciting, but it's also a scary thing. But I look forward to it. Um, I'm up for the challenge. And today I kind of want to talk about uh, the power of your routine. And let me let me help you understand. I think sometimes there are things that happen in a day that are additive that we want to do to help ourselves. And, you know, for, for instance, I'll use, um, if you're getting in shape, you know, going to the gym, additive is like, um, you know, what time am I going to get to the gym? When am I going to have freedom in my schedule? Um, and when you're motivated and inspired, you know, it's a beautiful thing, but sometimes when you don't feel like it, that becomes a much more difficult task. And we understand the value of discipline because motivation and inspiration will help you set a plan and set goals, but it's going to take discipline because you'll never get in shape if you only go to the gym or you only work out when you're motivated or inspired. Those are things that happen from time to time. But what gets you there is the discipline. Um, you know, thinking about uh, the things that I want to accomplish. Um, you know, I want to write, do some more writing. I want to put some curriculums out. I want to create more content. Um, I want to definitely do more coaching and consulting and all of these things. And when it comes to making those formats and doing all of that, there is nothing that is sitting on top of me that says that I have to do these things. These things are additive to all of the other things that I already have to do. And so sometimes like a day like today, you wake up and when I tell y'all, you know, I just wasn't feeling it. I had some things that I had to do, but I just wasn't feeling it. And not only was I not feeling it, not just like, a, oh, I'll push this on to tomorrow, but I was really having a crisis of faith where I was questioning, like, you know, is this going to work out for me? I'm feeling a little nervous about things like, you know, am I the right person for the job and am I going to be successful? So I was really having a crisis of faith. And I was really second guessing myself. And uh, as I get on the mic to talk to you all, I'm not going to be 100%. Uh, well, not going to be 100%. I want to be 100% transparent and say that I'm still feeling that to an extent. I I'm not feeling confident about some things and not just in this day, but there are some, you know, some, there's some trepidation about life and where we're going. And I know it's going to be all right. And I know, you know, that these are things that happen. This is just, you know, I don't want to say just, but things happen. You feel like this from time to time. And here's what I had to do. I had to remind myself that there have been additive things that I took on that just became part of my discipline, a responsibility. And maybe there wasn't a big payoff, but I just believed in how important that they were. And so they scaled from the lane of additive and optional to a responsibility. One example I'll give you is the Monday morning mind hacks. So I started writing those. I started just kind of writing, you know, I was having discussions with people about content and being more because 
people used to laugh because I used to seriously think, oh man, I'd be on Facebook too much. And then I might post something two to three times a month, maybe, you know, and sometimes I'd go months without posting. And so I said, you know, as I'm starting to build a brand, I have to be a little more present. And I think the best way for me to be is to organize my content on days and and doing so you know i had this big plan on monday i was going to do this wednesday i was going to do this and so in 2019 i started writing the monday morning mind hack i said you know this is really quick um i want to put something out there to defeat the narrative that mondays are bad you know so i wanted to and not only defeat that narrative, but I also wanted to give something quick and actionable to help people get inspired to take advantage of the blessing and the opportunities that Mondays bring instead of self-defeating by calling Monday a bad day without even letting the day start. Like we just decide before Monday. <laughs> You can wake up one Monday and it'd be the greatest day of your life if you would allow it and allow, you know, um things to work out that way but we decide before the day even starts that we don't like it and it's not going to be good and it, it's such a self-defeating thing and so i started writing those on mondays because that became part of my schedule and i am proud to say that as of today i dropped uh the monday morning mind hack i have not missed a monday since that third or fourth july in 2019 when we get to July of 2022, that'll be three years straight. So there'll be over 150 straight Mondays where not a Monday has gone by without me dropping a Monday morning mind hack. I don't get paid to do this. There is not really any other benefit to me than a desire to inspire other folks. Obviously, I'm building a brand, but more importantly, what it's building for me is, is building discipline. You know, this is not something that I have to do. This is not something that is inherently beneficial for me, but yet I've proven that I can get up and Monday after Monday, I can come up with a thought to inspire and encourage others to embrace the blessing and the beauty of Mondays. Uh, I think about, I used to write encouraging texts and I had a, um, I would say it was about maybe 50 people that were uh, subscribed to get these texts. So I would send it out every morning, Monday through Friday. And you know, I'd miss here and there because that's a heavy load. And I mean, it wasn't like they were just a quick, hey, have a great day. Like I was really breaking down thoughts and, and sharing something like, you know, uh, <laughs> I was setting up series and all, I, was, I was getting after it, you know? And, um, you know, so I did that for a couple of years. But here was the thing that really stood out to me about that endeavor. I remember when Martika passed away. And I am going through probably one of the most difficult times in my life, making sure LJ was okay, getting everything together for the funeral and just all of this that was on me, the military honors, just every day it was just like, I literally remember just saying, if I could just be a little bit stronger tomorrow than I am today and just, 
it was like a fog. It was it was so tough. But even during that time, every morning, I would get up and I would write that text and send it out to all the folks. I remember um, sending one out the morning of the funeral. And I was just talking about, hey, I'm literally on my way to get ready to bury my son's mother, a woman who changed my life in so many ways, and yet still sent that out, you know, to encourage people. And what that made me realize is, is that sometimes you have to move things from the realm of additive to the realm of scheduled. Once I know that this is something that I have to do, there's a sense of responsibility. Whether or not I'm getting anything out of it, listen, I carry responsibility because I feel like you know, it's important when you say you're going to do something or you sign up to be something for somebody or, or however that works, you got to show up. I believe that so wholeheartedly. And so I showed up even during one of the most difficult times in my life. And I look back at some of those that I wrote and that was some of my best and most inspired material is during that time, because I think genuinely what I was writing is what I needed in that moment. And I was just sharing it with other folks, but I'm encouraging myself right now because of the discouragement I'm feeling. And I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you that who you are and what you can do is not limited by your motivation, your inspiration, or your fear and your disbelief. Those are normal things on the journey. What I want you to do is to really take that look in the mirror and look at yourself and see how valuable valuable you are. And I want you to focus on doing that thing that you know will transform your life. A lot of us, and uh, I think I really want to close it with this idea, but a lot of us, Really, it's not lack of talent or resource that keeps us from getting where we're really trying to go. A lot of times, it's just the lack of discipline. If you would have just kept pushing a little bit longer, a little bit further on, then it could have been such an amazing change for you, but you just gave in too quick before you could really establish your routine, your discipline, your brand. And I want to encourage you to keep pressing forward and not being so results driven, but be process driven. This is a part of who I am and this is what I do. And then results will come because it'll be a part of you and it'll be what you do and how you show up. So I'll close it with a story years ago um, before I had really, really turned the, t- turned the corner as far as getting in shape and weightlifting and bodybuilding and those kind of things. I had a buddy, uh, Rick, Rick Dahoney. And um, man, you know, he's 10 years older than me. And this dude's in phenomenal shape. And, you know, I'd work out with him a couple of times and I do just like I do. I, I would give him a strong couple of weeks and then I'd miss a day or two. I'd be sore or whatever reason. And after that, I would use that as my excuse to stop. So then I'd be gone for a couple of weeks, maybe months. Then I'd come back 
And I'm like, okay, I'm serious this time. I'm going to get started. And, you know, obviously I took him uh, through this uh, because, you know, he never quit. Like, that's his thing. To this day, Rick still works out, you know. And, um, you know, I went through that up and down, up and down a couple of times. And then it got to the point where, you know what, I'd go and research and I'd be like, oh, well, you know, the health you know, the, the gurus say that you should do it like this, this, and that. And I remember having a conversation with him saying, you know, we was doing this. I bet you I would see more results if I maybe tried this. And he said to me, he said, John, you really don't need no special workout or nothing. You'd be amazed at the results you would see if you could just be consistent. That's your biggest problem. And he was so right. Because back in 2011, when I just decided I'm just going to stick to this thing. I'm just going to keep going. I'm just going to keep showing up. And from November of 2011 to about, man, by the time we got to about June, July of 2012, it was like I was a whole brand new person. And it was just because every day I was just consistent. I wasn't quitting. I kept challenging myself. I kept on pushing the bar. And before I knew it, I was a whole new person. And so that's what I want to say to you. Keep challenging yourself. Keep pushing and raising the bar. The results will come. But you got to fall in love with the process. Because attached to the process is all the results that you've been looking for. Move from the realm of additive to the realm of responsibility. Fall in love with that process. Believe in you. And show up when you feel motivated and inspired. And show up when you don't feel motivated and inspired. That's when the results will come. All right. And I'm going to, you know, you know what? We'll close it out in the next segment. All right. All right. Man, listen, I know y'all have been waiting, but we are back with another segment of F Yo Couch. Listen, I know we see what's going on. Um, there's been a big push with the COVID numbers going down. There's a big push to return back to normal. Um, there's this push to start going back into the office. We see gas prices are ridiculous, but gas prices are just indicative of how ridiculous prices are for groceries, for necessities, for clothing, for anything you do, the price is up. You know, like everybody on social media is saying, yesterday's price is not today's price, you know, and uh, prices are going up. And for us that are just kind of consumers and we're looking at discretionary cash and, you know, we're in a position to kind of just complain about this stuff. Um, that's one thing because it's hurting us in our pocket, but there are people that are literally on the fringes that it's, uh, it's putting them in position where, you know, really making decisions on where to stay, um, food, things that, that we just take for granted. And so I know I've said this before, but in a time like this, especially, you know, with the inflation and, and, it looks like things are going to get a little bit worse before they get better. Like, 
there's uh they're predicting a, a a decent market crash coming up and, and the market is very volatile right now with all the things that are going on and so i say that to say that we know that we have neighbors and uh members of our communities that are not doing as well as some of us are doing although there are some difficulties we all face there are some folks that literally don't have basic necessities and so i want to encourage you to volunteer time and items to donate food items to donate clothing items to shelters to clothing and food drives Um, one of the things that we always want to remember obviously stuff that you don't wear you don't use anymore but um one of the some of the items that they need a lot are new underwear and new socks those are things that uh, oftentimes we don't think about uh but they need those items um and then you know food drives donate non-perishable items as much as possible because um even though you know we're getting excited uh, daylight saving time starts next week and summer is coming there are people that are going to really really be feeling the struggle and so i want to encourage all of you to get off your couch and be a blessing to somebody else you know these are definitely difficult and transitionary times that we're living in so go out there and be a help to somebody else and i promise you if you help somebody else you'll end up helping yourself. So I'm gonna close like I always close. Listen, I can't help myself. I've got to inspire, I've got to encourage, I've got to empower, but I can help myself by being the absolute best version of myself. And you can too. So why not we do it together? We out. Say-